TikTok, home of where the talking is good. It's your boys, Cody and Robert. How about that weather outside, guys? I love it, dude. It, I love this weather. It's uh, nice out. I can get on board with this. This is the time of the year where things... We told someone happy Thanksgiving today. <laughs> We really did. We told we did. Happy. It's November 4th at the time of recording this podcast. We told someone to have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I didn't think about it until Cody said it. We had to go record a radio uh, spot for the oh, church. Man. And when we are leaving, Cody was like, happy Thanksgiving. Okay, and- so actually, now that I said this, it's funny because there are, there's a huge debate out there. And I already know which camp you fall on, but I oh, feel okay. like I need to hear you express it because... There's a lot there of people no that 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 well, I don't know what camp you fall in as a good listener, yeah. a good listener. Comment us. Um, Let us know. But do you think Christmas should start on November first or the day after Thanksgiving? Or are you one of those people that's like Christmas needs to be only in December or whatever? What I know where you're at. Yeah, so where are you? Uh, okay. My I have evolved. Ooh, I've evolved. Children have a way of doing this. The children this to have you. a way of doing this to mm-hmm. me. I've evolved. I, I feel like I used to be very much like keep Christmas separate, its own thing, like forget it. But then I also realized, like, I don't really like Thanksgiving. So just let's skip Thanksgiving and just go straight to Christmas now. So, I mean, only reason why is because there's nothing fun about Thanksgiving. I like to eat. Yeah. I'm fine with that. That's cool. But let's just go ahead and start Christmas now, too. Yeah. Let's just do it all and let right. Thanksgiving come in yeah. for its one day. As an adult, Thanksgiving has actually transitioned into my favorite holiday. And this is why, Mm. especially when you look at Christmas this year, falls on a Saturday, which Mm. means the very next day we are going to work. It is Sunday. So Thanksgiving, what I love about Thanksgiving is in the church world, we always cancel midweek service. Right. And you're always guaranteed Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Friday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. It's a guaranteed. Thanksgiving, Mm. I am guaranteed those days off. With Christmas... Are we going to have a candlelight service? Are we going to have a Christmas Eve service? Is it going to be on Sunday morning? Is it going to be Sunday morning? Is it going to be Wednesday? Mm. You never know how this is going to play out. So Christmas, you don't have the same guarantees that you have on Thanksgiving. And that's really why Thanksgiving's evolved into my favorite holidays, Mm. because I'm guaranteed those four days with with family. family. And I absolutely love that. Now, as far as the actual holiday, yeah. Christmas is... Christmas? Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> See, I get so excited. Christmas. Um, by far my favorite. And we yeah. de- we are setting up decorations yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I, I probably would have already Literally. done decorations, but I just haven't had time. Yeah. So tomorrow, which is Friday, my yep. day, your yep. day off, yep. I probably will start setting up. Um, I won't do a ladder without Kylene at home because in the event that I can't get back down, <laughs> I need someone to help me get Smart. back down. Yeah. When I first got moved into our house, I was setting up uh, Christmas lights on the roof. I was climbing up a ladder. And the ladder fell down, yeah, and Kylie was putting Roman to sleep. So I was sitting here stuck on the roof of <laughs> my house. on the roof, yeah. just sitting up there. Yeah, and I'm just like sitting up there, and there are some guys building the house across the street, and they are all Latino. And so I used the best gringo Spanish that I knew how yeah. to do, and I was like, hola! I was like, ayúdame, escalera, pa, pa, pa! And they were looking at me, and they were just laughing because they're just like this dumb dude <laughs> stuck up on the roof of his house. But at least they came and helped me. Someone's like, "Did they come and help you?" I was like, "Of course they did. Yeah. Why wouldn't they?" There's right. a guy stuck on the roof. Like, yeah, you gotta help. Yeah, the guy you gotta help the guy. But yeah, I'm I'm all about like now. I, I've evolved. Now I will say. Christmas music, I'm still not like super like yeah. on board because it just gets kind of gets old and repetitive yeah. and kind yeah, of yeah. annoying. But I love Christmas movies. Yeah. I love the Christmas lights. I like yeah. the decorations. I like the feeling of. I Christmas. will say this: I keep the crazy 
inside mm. until Thanksgiving. I won't put my Christmas lights up on my house. Oh. I usually do it like the week before Thanksgiving yeah. and let them, and then I start. We decorate inside. I, I mean, I was not exaggerating. We're starting tomorrow. Rachel's already I'm cleared. Our, all up in there. All yeah, the Rachel's already cleared our spot for our tree because we have furniture that where the tree goes. Yeah. So she made preparations this week, and we're planning on doing it tomorrow on our day off. Mm. So we'll be baking cookies. We'll have music going. We'll be putting the tree up. But I, I do keep the crazy internal because I understand that everybody doesn't necessarily agree with me <laughs> when it comes to Christmas, and I don't want my neighbors to judge me too harshly. Yeah. <laughs> Because I do try to witness to them, yeah, and yeah, I want to yeah. be—I want to act like I'm normal, right? <laughs> so, well, so. like, so I'll probably put my Christmas, like, if Friday allows, like, I might go ahead and put my lights up, but I probably won't cut them on mm, until closer, you, you know, yeah, so that yeah, way the yeah, work's yeah, already yeah. done. Yeah, that's good. Because sometimes, like, getting it up, like, just doing it is kind of a process. Yeah. I mean, it's—it's it's a good hour and a half, two hours of work yeah. for me to put lights on my house. Yeah, but if the weather's like this, there's no way I'm doing it. My yeah. roof is already slipping off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna be up there when it's wet. Like, yeah. that's just not a thing that's gonna happen. So, mm. but I agree with you. I could do that. I do do this really strange thing. Uh-oh. Like I have a timer on my Christmas lights that clicks them on at a certain time at night and shuts them off a certain time in the right. morning. And then the week of Christmas, every day until Christmas hits, I extend it by an hour. <laughs> just a little bit longer. And then until Christmas days here, it's 24 hours. Yeah, no, we're the same way. Like we always do like, you know, Christmas lights, you know, evening to most of the night and right. I'll cut it off right. but on Christmas day it's just like you gotta leave it up all day mm-hmm. even in, during the day even if you can't see them on they're on yeah so right. yeah I, I'm the same way I don't know it's just something about it's like it's Christmas day of course you yeah. gotta put the lights up they gotta stay up all day and it's funny because I know no one's seen it but like it's just something I do internally yeah. I'm like it goes one more hour one more <laughs> the countdown's begun it's going from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock from 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock oh, from 5 o'clock so to good. 6 o'clock no one sees it at 4 o'clock in the morning but I know so your 12 days of Christmas is like your 12 hour countdown yeah. to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I'm so excited. This has got me really hyped. Uh, I want to go home now. So good. And the smells that come with it. Yeah. We started burning, like, uh, Rachel has, like, this little wax pot because we don't do candles because I tried to burn the house down once. Another story for another you day. You tried to burn the house I down? I didn't try. I forgot. <laughs> I left the candle burning. When we came back, the candle exploded because of the oh, heat, man. and it was just only by the grace of God that the wax bled over the wooden mm. table and preserved the table from getting that fire. So, praise the Lord. <laughs> so, we're like, maybe there's an alternative way to make the house smell good that doesn't include fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we got one of these little wax things that you yeah, click we got on. One of those. It's like a heat pot. Smells so good. Right? Yeah. Mm. Always smells like some good cinnamon baked goodness up in there. Yeah. And so I got that burning right now. It's yeah. just, and then we'll, we do like a Thanksgiving smells and then we will switch to like the evergreen and the Christmas mm. smells. Ah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. All right. I All know right. you guys are probably just like, okay, guys, get on with it already. We sorry, don't like Christmas. Sorry, sorry, You're sorry, a bunch sorry. of Grinches. I used to be one of you. I understand. <clears throat> yeah. I will convert you. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so what we're going to be talking about today is, what is your truth? This is my mm. truth. The truth that is the truth. It's, yeah, we hear it all the time. Well, that may be your truth. truth. This is my truth. And yeah. so you you actually kind of brought this into the the fold or the- The, the metaverse. The metaverse today. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> this is meta. Um, <laughs> so meta. Um, so you, you kind of posed that question today. So this is not a user-submitted question. This is a Robert-submitted question. But- I think it's applicable. I think it's something that we all have to uh, come to realize. Like, mm-hmm. hey, what is my truth? Or slash, what is the truth? Is yeah. the truth my truth? Yeah. And so I think that's a good question. So why don't, what, what, it, what is, what was the question? Well, I think, I don't know, it wasn't really a question. <laughs> what is it was the just question? Like, what is truth? What is because truth? Because I think what happens is, I was praying about it the other night, mm. and the Lord kind of ministered to me this way. He said, like, when we, when you sacrifice truth, it just causes confusion. Mm. And I think just because there is 
that catchphrase out there that's so popular. Well, this is my truth. Yeah. This is my truth. And the problem that I sense with like my truth is it's something that I made up. Mm. Therefore, it's not the truth. Yeah. Because there's only one truth, right? And that is the God's, God's word. Sure. And I think we have to get to that point in our lives where we do establish, okay, what is truth? Yeah. What is the truth? Because when we don't have the truth, when we don't have an absolute, life without an absolute can become very dangerous because then you're just... You know, subject. It's like with Christmas, what we we're just talking about, like setting up in November or December. Like those are that's what we believe for us. But sure. I can't unilaterally say this is applicable to everybody right. because it's just something that I believe yeah, in. Yeah. It's something that I want to do. And I think the problem is, is when we take like personal truths and we try to project them onto other people. Mm. And say, no, you have to live by this because it's my truth. Yeah. Well, what if they don't believe in that? Mm. And the only reason we project the truth onto other people is because it is the truth. Right. And we know that it can be a solid foundation. It is the only solid foundation that people can build upon. And so I think when it comes to individuals and just diving into this, we have to first establish, well, what is truth? Mm. I mean, what is it? To you, what is truth? To me, what is truth? To yeah. those listening, what is truth? You know, and so, but I heard a, a, a minister say this. He said, you know, without truth, there's no falsehood. Mm. And without no falsehood, there's no truth. And so, but you have to establish, but there can't be multiple truths right. for an individual life. That's right. how we get confused. Right. You know, like, let's take some of the, the politically popular phrases. Like when it comes to marriage, mm -hmm. you can't have multiple truths when it comes to marriage because multiple truths when it comes to marriage causes confusion. Mm. Right. Sure. And so I think we've just made everything. Well, this is my truth and this is how I'm going to live. I'm going to live by my truth. But it causes confusion because if it's not the truth, yeah. then you're just living out of your feelings mm. and feelings come and go. Yeah. And I think that's what it is about truth. Truth is consistent. Sure. Truth is the same. And I think that that's something that when you're talking about this, I immediately think about, um, you know, when Jesus immediately told the disciples, I don't say, I guess not necessarily immediately, but he said, you know, you need to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And mm -hmm. the word repent, that, that literally just means you need to change the way you think. Yeah. You need to change your perspective. Yeah. The, the, the truth is here. Mm. The, the real truth, the thing that is actually going to make a difference yeah. is at hand. Yeah. I am here. Yeah. The kingdom of heaven, the truth is in front of you. The way is in front of you. Yeah. Life is in front of you. And I think what the way that everyone had lived their lives up into that point was a, a kind of perverted way mm. of what they thought Christianity was. Mm. Man had gotten a hold of it and it got a little bit corrupt and yeah. it got a little bit more rule based and they got too focused mm. on the rule and not the heart and the, the person behind it. And I think that that's what Jesus is saying is that, look, you've got to flip your perspective. You got to rethink of how to do things and you need to filter it through me. Yeah. Filter it through me. And I don't think that, you know, when people feel these things, not that those feelings are invalid, Right. Those, they can feel sure. very real, and sure. there's there are people that are going through things in their mind or in their bodies or, you know, whatever, you know, and, and those can feel very real. But what, what, what we're saying, I yeah. believe, is that through the truth that is Jesus, through the truth that we believe that is the Word of God, He is going to be the one that can help lead you through that correctly. Yeah. The world has a bunch of myriad of different ways. They're like, well, you got to try this. You got to try this 12 step sure. program. You got to try these set of pills. You got to try this, this, and this. Right, right. You got to pursue this feeling, right. you know? But what Jesus is saying, if you pursue me, that's right. I can bring you comfort. Right. I can bring you peace. Right. I can bring you happiness, this, that, and the other. Yeah. And the reason why he can do that is because he is truth. Yes. And he's the same. Yeah. It's the, the same truth. Right. Right. And I think we make the mistake sometimes, and this is why. 
uh, it kind of has been strong in my heart is because we're consistently trying to get Jesus to fit into our truth mm-hmm. instead of getting our lives to fit into his truth. Mm. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. I, his truth isn't in flux like that. It's what we've been saying. His truth is consistent. Yeah. And his truth needs to be our truth. And his word needs to be truth unto us. Yeah. It's like, I think you said it in JY. I'm going to go to our youth Instagram because I know I didn't say it in senior high, but it was such a great post. And I was like, oh, man, that's so good. What do I say? Um, Jesus is my truth. Yeah. Yeah. It says Jesus is my way. Jesus is my truth. Jesus is my life. Yeah. And I absolutely love that yeah. because that's so good. And, and that to me says, well, instead of trying to fit Jesus into my life, mm. my life is Jesus. Yeah. Instead of trying to fit Jesus into my truth, my truth is Jesus. Right. Instead of trying to fit my way into Jesus, Jesus is my way. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, like you said, it's that simple focus, that paradigm shift right. that makes it all about him and right. less about me. Exactly. Because he did say, I am the truth. Yeah. I am the life. Right. I am the way. So that means any truth that is in conflict mm. with his truth is sure. not really truth. Right. It's more ideology mm. or feelings. And like you said, there's nothing wrong with that stuff. But when it comes in conflict with right. his truth, something has to give. Right. And what has to give is us. It's mm-hmm. always us because he is perfect in all of his ways. His word is perfect. His word is true. And we have to understand that. So I must then evolve who I am. Yeah. And I must begin to evolve the way I think and the way I live to fit underneath the truths of God's word. Right. You know, and that's way and that's why the, the, the scriptures say when you build your house mm-hmm. on this rock. Yeah. Well, what is this rock? It's talking about Jesus. Yeah. Well, what is Jesus? I am truth. Right. So when you build on the rock of, and then Jesus also said in John 1, I am the. Uh, and the word that was the yeah, beginning. Yeah, begin- the word was in the beginning, and I am the word. Or whatever, right. Something yeah. Like that. It, well, we'll just go read yeah, it yeah. because it's fantastic. Uh, he's, you know, in the beginning was the word. I was with the word, and we're just going to read it. Yeah, because, that was so you know, good. <laughs> I don't have my phone. Why is my phone all the way over there? Enter. <laughs> Pause music while we look this up. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. Mm. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created and, and this life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot extinguish it. So, Dang, everything was already built on the word. Everything. Everything was built on yes. word. From the very beginning, things were built yes. on the word. From the very beginning, things were built on the truth. Yes. Because Jesus was the word. It all started on that foundation. That's exactly right. And, and, John's, and God called it good. Right. And that's what, and that's what we should really strive for is, is building our life on the good word, building our life on the truth so that way God calls it good. Right. So when you build on the word that is God, God calls it good. It's it's amazing. And G and, and what it says in John seventeen seventeen, sanctify them through thy truth. Yeah. Thy word mm-hmm. is truth. Yeah. And so it's just I mean, I love the way you said that. Uh everything from the beginning was built on the word. Yeah. And Jesus is the word made flesh to dwell among us. And so you could the two are connected. Yeah. If you build your life on Jesus, you're building on the truth. Yeah. If you build on the truth, you're building on the word. These three things mm-hmm. are, you know, synonymous, if that's right. the right word, with sure. each other. Yeah. And they're all orchestrated together to work together. And I think the reason why, 
you know, I've, I've looked a lot at that scripture in John 10, 10 that says the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. Mm-hmm. And when I read that first part, the thief comes to steal, I immediately think of that other scripture that says immediately he comes to steal the word mm. that was sown unto you. Yeah. And so because he understands before I can kill and destroy, before I can affect their life, I must steal something from them. Mm. And what he's really after to steal is the truth. Yeah. He's after the word because he knows if we build on that rock a sure yeah. foundations, our life will be stable because the truth of God's word is so right. s- consistent. Yeah. And so it's such a sure foundation for our feet, mm-hmm. right? Um, that the devil tries, he comes hard. We yeah. go all the way back to Genesis. That's what he did with Adam and Eve. He manipulated and got them away from the word. Yeah. And then their whole foundation was destroyed and right. immediately their lives began to, to you know, decline after right. that. Yeah, he, he basically went to a place of saying like, hey, let me, don't think about God's word. Don't think about God's truth. Think mm. about what I'm talking about. Think about this word. This truth. Yeah, think about this truth. And so that he basically slipped the rug out from under. Yeah. He slipped the foundation out from under. Yeah. So that way they were standing on, they weren't standing on rock anymore. They were standing on sand. Yeah. And I think that that's what the devil likes to do is, is confuse people into thinking that there's something that they're not yeah. or that their life should be based on something that it shouldn't. And, and it will appear appetizing. Yeah. It'll appear good. And uh, I actually used this illustration uh, last week and when I was talking about the foundation. And, you know, sometimes he can use relationships and make you feel like this should be my, like, I, like mm. this is my everything. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this is nothing, my rock. nothing else matters but this. Mm. And, and while in some ways, like, that can be healthy, like, make the priority, but it shouldn't only be that. Yeah. Like your, your life should not be based on a person. Your life should not, other than Jesus, but you know what I'm saying? Like a, a physical person, your life should not be based on your career. Your right. life should not be based on, I don't know, food or whatever. Right, right, like right. this, that, and the other. Like you need to base your life on the word. Yeah. Because that's the foundation that is immovable. That's exactly right. And, and what's so crazy is the devil tries to use these things, and then after like things mess up, he wants to get you into guilt. Yeah. He wants to get you into shame, which then causes you to, to try to do other things to yeah. build your life on. Yeah. And what's so awesome to me is that if you go to John 15, mm-hmm. verse 4, I believe, it says, you're already made clean. Mm. And the devil tries to, t- to tell you that you're not clean. Mm. The devil tries to tell you that, that you are gross and that you messed up and that you're stupid and yeah. that, that you don't deserve this. But Jesus said, I already made you clean right, right. by the word by that the word I've spoken of yeah. you. The by word, the truth. The, by the word, the truth, mm-hmm. the word that doesn't change. Mm-hmm. So his word is constant. Yeah. His, and that's, that's what it is, is that we have to get to this place that it said no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, yep. my word does not change. Yep. I am made righteous right. by him. Right. My righteousness cannot change. Now, I can do things that are not righteous yeah. and that, that don't reflect righteousness, but I am right. righteous. Right. And, and I am and I, and in, not entitled. I'm deserving mm. now because of my righteousness yeah. to, to stand on the truth, right. to stand, to build. I, I, I have the right because of Jesus to build my life yeah. on his word. Right. And that's what the devil, you know, you go about, back to Genesis, what we were just talking about. He, that, he tried to, did God say? Yeah. So what is he saying? Is that true? Mm -hmm. And once he got Eve to believe that there may be other truths out there that are more valuable than this truth, that are more valuable than what God said, that's when she began to pursue something that was not legitimate, and it delegitimized her whole life to where we see in the very next chapter it cost her one of her son's life because one killed the other. Mm. So when we pursue truths that are not true, but they appear true to us or they've been told to the world to us that they're true, 
it produces a very unstable foundation. Yeah. And to go to, to build upon what you were saying, I even said it last night in senior high, you know, if you build your life on a group of friends, well, what do you do when those friends are no longer there? Mm-hmm. Right. If you build your life like I, I love National Football League, I watch football all the time. But if you have an athlete and he's built his life or her life on being an athlete, what if something disastrous happens yeah. and they, 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 they face an injury to where they can no longer be an athlete, but their whole world was built on being an athlete, but then they lose the ability to right. do that. Exactly. Then their whole world is shattered. Right. And I understand uh, the feelings of that. It would be very Absolutely. emotional. Yeah. Uh, very distressing, very problematic. But as long as their life is built on Jesus first, mm-hmm. then when that that other stuff is effective, yes, it's going to have a negative effect on sure. us and it's going to be challenging for us to overcome and to come through. But we're on this rock yeah. to where our house will still stand right. because we were built on the truth. And that's right. what it says in Matthew. When the storms come... Right. Because they the, will come. They will come. That's inevitable. Yeah. And when the winds come and they beat upon the house. Now, what's interesting about that scripture is that word right there, wind, mm-hmm. is the same Greek word that's used later in Timothy where it's talking about winds of doctrine. Mm. So when he says, when the storms come and beat on the house, when the winds of false teaching, when yeah. the winds of bad truth, when the winds uh, that are misleading, the devil comes and says, did God say? Yeah. When those winds beat upon your house, if it's built on the truth... Yeah. then those winds won't be able to blow your house down mm. because you're going to be able to recognize, well, that's not true, yeah. with your righteousness. When the devil comes and says you're not righteous, yeah. when the devil comes and says you're not worthy, right. those are falsehoods. Yeah. Those are not true because the Word of God says you are the righteousness right. in Christ Jesus. You were made righteous. It's not something you can earn lest any man should boast, but it's the free gift given to us by Jesus Christ. When you are built on that truth, mm. then no winds of doctrine, yeah. no storms that beat against that are going to move you from yeah. the foundation of your righteousness because it's built off an eternal truth that is lasting forever mm. because God does not change his mind about what he said. Amen. And he called you righteous. Yep. So it doesn't matter what the world says. It doesn't matter what the devil says. It doesn't matter what family says. What did God say? And that needs to be the truth in our life. And when that's the truth, we build upon, like we're sitting upstairs right now. This concrete is a foundation. We are both sure. sitting here with confidence, yeah. not questioning whether it's going to fall. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, <laughs> Just, you know, I know it's not going to fall. Right? There's no way. And when you build on the truth, yeah. when you build on a firm foundation, it allows you to go through life with confidence. Yeah. yeah. And then every falsehood That's that right. comes your way doesn't, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm totally destroyed by yes. this. Because you're built on something that's concrete. You're right. built on something that, like the Word of God calls it, a firm foundation. Yeah. And the only firm foundation is Jesus yeah. because he's truth yeah. and he's consistent. Yeah. And when everything else is stripped away in our life, the only thing that remains is Jesus Christ. He's the only constant that will be with us now and forever. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's important to build on that. Yeah. I mean, I just look at like a lot of political truths and how... They have so evolved, even, you know, since I started following politics, stuff changes all the time in this world. And the devil, who the Bible describes as the god of this world, and not only that, but the prince of the air, so Mm -hmm. he controls the airwaves in this world, he's always trying to manipulate truth and make falsehoods sound like truth so he can get people into error when it comes to their life. And so the whole podcast today is we need to establish in our life what is truth. Right. And what we're telling you is the only thing that is truth yeah. is the Word of God yeah, and Jesus Christ, because Jesus is the Word, yeah. and He is truth. Yeah, the book of Romans, chapter 10, verse 
17, I believe. It says faith comes through hearing. Hearing the word of God. And, through, and the one that I read last night out of the ESV, it says faith comes through hearing and hearing through mm. the word of God. Mm. And the way I see that is, is you need to take your faith at this way by when you hear things, you need to filter it through the word of God. That's good. Like come, I like, like, that like a lot. take things that you mm. hear and use the word like a filter mm. and say, you know what? That's really good. Whatever's right? left over is not good. Mm. What, whatever lines up with the word, it will go through. Mm. Whatever lines up with what I should believe will yeah. go through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then whatever shouldn't be there, get it out of there. Yeah. I was listening to a minister the other day. I love the guy. He has an amazing ministry and I, and I love following his stuff. I buy some of his merch because I think he's awesome. Mm-hmm. But then he said something the other day that was like, God makes you suffer to keep you in check. And I was just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why did you say that, bro? Like, I love you so much. But that one line just was like, ugh. Yeah. But it wasn't enough for me to stop listening to him. Right. Well, even as ministers, we understand yeah. that. Sometimes we say something in the moment, and, and if we can, if we're in the moment, right. if we're able to give a little bit more context. Sure. Because I've even said that we as Christians should suffer, but then right. I give context right. and talk about we are to suffer in the flesh, meaning I'm supposed to sacrifice my desires, my wants. Right for his desires and his wants. And there is a bit of suffering. Sure. But if, but, but he said, he said that oh, God, so he did get a little bit. Oh, he, no. he said he, cause he was talking about another guy that was ministry had cancer. And he was like, uh, you know, the God, God allows me to have cancer. So that way I can become more sinless. Mm. It, it's showing that, that I can become more perfect through it. I tried it. to give him away. I know. I know. Believe me. I was, I was like, dang <laughs> dude, like I love you. So cause he's, yeah. he's really inspirational. He's mm. super good at yeah. like, coming up with just like really good ways to to think about the word of god and he does such an amazing job and even though i will say that there's people that believe that and that does not necessarily make them bad people but sometimes i'm just like dang i wish you just but we have to take that that truth yeah i was say run it through that filter exactly run i'll take everything else you're saying god. but that little thing right yeah. there i'm gonna toss out because yeah. that's not for me but i even do that at cornerstone absolutely and we encourage the sure. students to do that when we're preaching mm-hmm you know, uh, our spiritual father used to say this, chew the hay and spit out the sticks. Mm-hmm. We're imperfect. Absolutely. We're not going to say everything perfectly correct all right. of the time. Yeah. So what do we do? In our own lives, we've got to run everything through yeah. that filter right. of God's word, and what remains is truth. Exactly. Right. That's yeah. so good. I love that illustration. And, that's a fantastic way of saying and it. And that's what, you know, throughout my whole series, we talked a little bit about it last week with my subject of, of real is that, in a real relationship, or if, if your relationship with God is real, mm. you're gonna do that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna make that choice to when you hear things about God or you hear things about the world. What are you going to believe? When are you gonna go to God about it? Mm. Are you gonna go to the Word about it? Yeah, we can get into some stuff here. Because if you're not going to, then I don't believe that your relationship with God is real. Mm. Because yeah. if you're letting man dictate what you believe. Mm. Right. That's not a relationship with God. And your life's not built on truth. It's built on man's exactly. opinion you're, you're, and man's truth, which is ever-changing. You're built, you have a relationship with man's word, not God's word. Oh, and, I mean, I'm, I'm just being real. I mean, And the reason why that's problematic is because even as human beings, I've changed my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And from that, today that, that to That can tomorrow. be healthy. That's like, good Like even grow. what we said at the beginning, like with Christmas, you're like, I've evolved. I've evolved. Like I've changed my decision. And I'm a better man for yeah. it. <laughs> And I'm a better <laughs> but see, that's why it's problematic yeah. to build off of our truths yeah. because our truths are ever changing as to where God's truth does not right. change. 
And I, man, I love that illustration. I'm probably going to preach that really soon. I'm going to get a strainer. Uh, I'm going to do a little reverse. I'm yeah, going to, yeah. whatever stays in, stays in. That should be good. And whatever filters out, leave it. You know what I mean? Wait, what? <laughs> either one. I guess it's, it can be either it one. Be it either can be either one. Yeah. Yep. What, if the good water needs to go through and leave the crap out, right, or right, the, whatever. It right. doesn't matter. Mine was right brain. Yours was left yeah. brain. <laughs> However it works. But it's still the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But the, the point is, is like, man, I, I when you were talking about it, I was like, woo. <laughs> we can even go here. Like if you're in a relationship, I'm about to pull out a thread here. <laughs> about to pull out a thread. If you're in high school or middle school mm. or even college, and you're in a relationship, and like you're having sex before marriage, and you're like, "This is my truth. That this is okay. I believe that this is fine." But mm. then you run that through the filter of God's word, and then you can look at your relationship and be like, "Okay, what does the truth say? We need to adjust some things here." to come in line with the truth. Yeah. And the reason why we do that is because we want our marriage to be built on something that is legitimate yeah. instead of illegitimate so it will last the test of time. And what we're saying today is definitely by no stretch of imagination this is not easy. Yeah. And this is why a lot of people live by their truth instead of God's yeah. truth because I've been saying this a lot when I've been preaching the truth is challenging. Mhm. The truth challenges us. Right. Because when you look into, you've been talking about it in junior high, it's a mirror. Yeah. And when you look into the mirror of God's word, it doesn't show you who you are. It shows you who you're supposed to exactly. be. And that's, you know, that takes adjustment. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm doing this when right. I should be doing this yeah. because my truth doesn't line up with his truth. And now I have to make a decision like Deuteronomy 13, 30, 19 yeah. says, I've placed before you life and death. Now choose life. Right. So when God's word and his truth reveals some falsehood in my life, I have to choose. Yeah. And that choice can be tough sometimes. And this is where we get into the suffering. Yeah. <laughs> Am I going to suffer for Christ and adjust in the flesh and say, you know what? I'm going to take a temporary break from this pleasure yeah. until we do it God's way yeah. because I want to build on the sure foundation. Mm. And it's not easy. Right. But the Bible does say that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So mm -hmm. when you bring, when you get disregard your truth and you bring your life in line with his truth, mm -hmm. now he can reward your life. I right. think sometimes we want all the blessing, but none of the sacrifice. Sure. You know, the truth of God's word does require sacrifice. Our lives are supposed to be a living sacrifice, mm -hmm. you know, that is holy and pleasing unto him. And the only way we do that is by falling in line with the truth. And the reason why God wants us to do this is because he wants your marriage to last. He right. believes in you right. and believes in your marriage. Build it on the rock. Right. So that way, when you're married for five years, and we can both testify this, being married, the devil comes to challenge your marriage. Sure. And when that storm blows, when that wind of false teaching hits your life, you can be like, no. This is, we built on this yeah. rock. You know what I mean? We, we made this commitment together in him yeah. and we're not wavering on that because it was built on truth. Yeah. yeah. And I think as we're talking about this, you know, you mentioned the mirror and we're talking about filtering the word. And I think that we're not filtering the word, filtering the words yeah. with the word. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, sometimes Man, we, we, we might look at the filter at the end or look at the mirror like, oh my gosh, there's so much to work on here. <laughs> there's so much, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, oh my Don't gosh. Don't get overwhelmed with it. There's yeah, yeah, too yeah, yeah. much. So I, can't, I can't do all this. And that's to me where like the grace of God kicks in. Mm. And he's like, you know Amen. what? There is a lot to work yeah, yeah, yeah. on. But, but, but I will help you. I'm going to help you. We can yeah, do yeah, one yeah. thing at a time. Right, right. You know, like when you wake up, you know, most people are like, oh my gosh, I got to do my hair. I got to brush my teeth. I got to shave. I got to... <laughs> 
clean my nose or whatever. You know, there's all yeah. these things you might have to work on, but you handle it one thing at a time. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is no, I wish, I wish there was one magic trick where I could just put on a helmet and it comes off and everything looks great afterwards. Right. But And there are miracles of God, obviously, where sure. radically overnight you can just become wonderful right. <laughs> and you can just walk supernaturally just from that day but it, it, it's it, that's still gonna be challenging for right. anybody no process. matter what it's still a process yeah. regardless of what it looks like but for most people yeah in their walk with god it's gonna take time to throw out some of those sticks yeah it's gonna take time to to look at the word and look at what you've been taught and like how does this make sense yeah, for me yeah. and god has grace for you yeah and we just i make this personal effort to keep it from becoming overwhelming. I'm just going to follow this simple goal. I'm going to be better tomorrow than I was today. And it's kind of like when I jump on the treadmill, I have to break it down into manageable pieces. Mm. I'm going for five minutes. I think that's your problem. You're jumping on the treadmill. (laughs) (laughs) You should be running on the treadmill. (laughs) That's awkward. Uh, Right. When I run on the treadmill, I I break it down. Like, okay, I went five minutes, five more minutes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Okay, five more minutes. I I break it down into manageable pieces. Smart goals. Smart goals. Smart goals. They're back. We never escape them. You know, because if I'm just like, okay, I'm going to run for 45 minutes, like I'm done before I even yeah. start. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I can't, that's too much, too yeah. much, <laughs> just too much. You know, uh, so I think our spirituality, we should be the same. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, break it down into smart goals to making your life fit into his truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and sacrifice it one bit at a time. Right. Or however it works for you. Right. And I think the, the ultimate goal is to seek him first in all that's things. That's right. You know, he'll see, show you. Exactly. So, so even in the small areas the or the big you. areas. Yep. Yeah. Seek what God wants with each process, each yeah, yeah, step. Yeah. Go to him first. And I think that, that ultimately that's what seeking is, is saying, look, God, your way over my way. Right, right. Your wants over my wants. Yeah. Your word over my word. Yeah. You know, like, and I think that and God, seeking is a verb. So you are doing something, right? You're I'm setting doing, your I'm intention. On this. You're focusing. You're, you're honing in. Yeah, however yeah. you want to look at it, you're, you're prioritizing Him. Yep. Over yourself. Yeah. And, and I think that, that God rewards that. Yeah, yeah. He honors that. And I, with the strain, and this is how we got the left brain, right brain. Because with the strainer, I, I instantly thought of like old gold. Uh, okay, I see where you're at. And now. so, like, what yep. stays is good. Yeah, yeah. You're so doing you, like a sand strain. Right. I was right, right. filtering water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm filtering water, getting the gross stuff, and keeping the, getting the gross, and tossing the. You're, right. you're you're fishing for gold here, right? Right. And so, no matter which way you yeah, work at it, it works. <clears throat> but when I think of somebody, yeah, which we don't do that anymore, obviously. Well, or or do. when I clean out my litter box, you know, I scoop up the litter and crap stays and, and, in there. See, <laughs> I gotta so toss it, that out. Depending which analogy, I'm using that use. illustration next week. <laughs> see, I'm bringing in cat litter, bro, dude. That's a really good one. I'm bringing gold. <laughs> You bring poop. Oh, man. They're like, man, I'm in the right room or the wrong room tonight. But that one even works, too. So no matter, it works. Yeah, yeah, the illustration yeah. works both ways. Well, we're arguing you, about our illustration. All right. But even with the cat litter and poop remains yeah. or with the gold and gold remains, yeah. it's still a process. Yes. Like they with gold mining, like they have to keep going. Right. You know what I mean? And shifting and mm-hmm. then go again and shift and go again and shift. It's yeah. a process. And, you know, refi- the, the Bible calls the Holy Spirit like it's refinery fire. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a process. Yeah. And there's a process to being refined. There's a process to working out the blemishes of our lives, right. which we're all working on. I, None is perfect. Every t- and, and I feel like I've read scriptures many times, and sometimes they meant nothing to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, but I mean in the sense of like they never jumped out to me or they yeah. didn't give me the revelation that I thought they believed. But even like right now when we were having this podcast where we talked about John 1.1, I literally had the revelation of like, oh, crap the word the the world everything was built on the word right like, like even though i knew that it was like 
it clicked. Like, yeah, yeah. dang. Right. You know, like, it's a process. It's progressive. You constantly are going to the Word, and you're filtering out things until you get a click in your mind. <laughs> and if it's poop, throw it. If it's, <laughs> if it's gold, gold, keep it. But, you know, the Scripture keeps coming to mind. Heaven and earth will pass away, mm. but my words will remain. It started it all. It's going to end it all. His it's going to remain through it all. His truth will always be there. Yeah. Regardless of what we believe, our truths, the world's truths, his truth will always remain. Mm-hmm. And everything's going to pass away except for his truth. And that emphasizes, once again, the importance of getting into the word of God, finding out what is the truth, mm. and then building upon that. Because you have a promise in the word yep. that everything else is going, oh, you just well build on something that is solid, yep. that is sure, mm-hmm. that is a true foundation. So that way your life can stand through all the test of times. And, and he will show us. This is where grace kicks in like you're talking about. He will show you what is poop and he will show you what is gold. Amen. He will show you what to keep and what to toss out. And then he will also show you what can be gold yeah. if you work on it. Yeah. Yeah, this can't be gold. It might look like poop at first, right? Because you're not supposed to have it right now, right? Or it's not supposed to be your party. Fool's gold, maybe. I don't right. know how the best right. way to analogize this, but the, like sex before marriage. Go back. That's what I was going to go back do. to the exactly sex. Exactly right. It, it's gold. It is gold. But you got We need to refine. You this don't need a little it yet. Let's you're not supposed the, to have it. Yet. Right. Let's polish this bad boy up a little bit and make it yeah. what it's supposed to be, so it can be that nugget right. of gold, so it doesn't turn into poop. Yeah, because <laughs> you know? because sex out of place will become poop. Yeah. Sex out of place. Oh, yes. It's going to be great at first. It's going to be wonderful, but heartache is coming. Right. But even the Bible says that, right? That sin is enjoyable for a season, but it's only a season. And that's the way, I feel like that's the way worldly truths are. They're Mm -hmm. seasonal. Right. And that's why we see them constantly evolving because they're like, oh, this is my truth. And then when it produces something that they don't like, they evolve their truth because they're in pursuit of something better. Let's rethink it to make it work again. That's exactly right. Well, you don't have to do that with God's word. Yep. Because every time you build on his truth, you're always going to get the end result, which is gold. You're Mm -hmm. always going to get that desired. He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. You know, whenever you do that, he's going to give you gold. Yeah. He doesn't give you poop. He doesn't give you fool's gold. He's going <laughs> to give you gold. But the key is doing it his way. Yeah. And his way is the word, which is truth. Mm. And so when you follow that, you get the right results every time. So good. I did, not, good. I did not realize the podcast listen, was going to go here listen, today. This is great. I, hopefully you hopefully you. It's kind of hard to we, stop we, a little we, bit. We started sluggish. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. We started sluggish, but we hit a vein there. Yeah. And, you know, it took us some time. So maybe we need to put that on the front of the podcast. Bear with us for the first seven and a half minutes of this one because we get to some gold nuggets. We got some, gold, some gold nuggets we here. We got some gold nuggets there. And, but... <laughs> Listen, you, those of you that go to school, those of you that have, everybody has their opinion. Yeah. And opinions are not truth. That's true. They're, and I, I know I've said this redundantly and repeatedly, I said the same thing right there. There is only <laughs> one truth. Yeah. And it's God's word. Mm-hmm. And so no matter what Robert believes, no matter what individual truths I say I have, if it doesn't line up with his word, it is not truth. Yeah. And the reason this is so strong in my heart is because I see a lot of falsehood being cleverly wrapped up is truth mm-hmm. and it's causing a lot of confusion. It's a lot of poop and, and gold people clothing. are destroying their lives for the sake of truth yeah. because it's been manipulated to them. Just like Adam and Eve, he gave them a falsehood disguised as truth. Mm-hmm. Did God say, but look at this truth and, and it destroyed their lives. Yeah. And so we cannot pursue 
a falsehood that's disguised as truth and expect our lives to go well for us. Yeah. Because that foundation is unstable. Yeah. And when your life is destroyed, that truth that you were pursuing, someone will evolve it to make it sound better. So then it's this never ending pursuit of utopia that's never going to come mm. because the only way to have peace and joy in the fruits of the spirit is following his truth. Yeah. And that's how we get those things. Yeah. Only his truth can satisfy. Mm. Only his truth can heal. Only his Amen. truth can, can, can give us grace to overcome obstacles and challenges. Only his truth brings lasting yeah. peace into our life. Only his truth can quiet the war that goes on in our mind. Only his truth can heal our bodies. Only his truth Amen. can redeem us and deliver us. And this is why his truth is so valuable. And this is why the devil works so hard to keep people from getting into the truth of God's word because his truth mm. is life. Yeah. Amen. And that light is the life of all mankind. Amen. And when we get the truth, the light of God's word, it is the life and the light of all mankind. Mm. And so we got to focus on that. And as we do, we have a promise from the word, things will be well with us. Amen. So establish these things today. Jesus is the way, the mm. truth, and the life. Make that just settle it in your settle heart. it in your heart. And then like the book of Romans, when things come at you, when you hear words, when you see words, when you see things, when you feel things, filter it, yes. get your faith through yes, the, the word, word of God. God. Yes, that's and then so after that, that, take that repent thing that Jesus said. <laughs> that repent thing. That repent thing that Jesus said, that whole concept <laughs> of repent. I did air quotes when I said that too. Like, like it's just like this, this cute little idea that Jesus talked about, a repent, repent thing. Because it just sounds like a dirty word. And, and pe people have made it into a dirty word. So I try not to, I try Repentance to like. Repentance is not bad. It's not. It's a change of thought. It's a change of perspective. It's simply saying, you know what? Let me rethink this. So 180. This. Yeah. So establish that he is the truth, that mm. the word is the truth. Then filter everything else through that truth. Yes. And then when you filter it, you need to think about it. Yes. And say, how do I change my perspective on yes. this? How do I apply this to my life? How do I fix this for myself? Yeah. How do I grab a hold of this truth? Yeah. Establish it, filter it, repent it. Yep. Amen. Junior high, senior high, look forward to a service coming to a <laughs> local youth ministry near you. And Truth. Junior high, there might be another filter thing coming. I don't know. <laughs> Love you guys. Man, that was a good one. Love you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Peace.